0: Oh, I am so ready for football season. I I was listening to ESPN this morning, and I, I knew that the football season was right around the corner, obviously, at least the regular season. I think we all know that. But I think just how close it actually is kind of took me by surprise. I was listening to ESPN this morning. And I hear the words, we are 20 days away from the NFL regular season. and I just, I lit up. It just made my day. Football is back. I know that preseason's here, so technically, I mean, I guess if you want, you can say it's back. But the regular season is right around the corner. And despite my team potentially being a complete dumpster fire this year, I'm still really excited just to have football back.
1: I think I'm more confident in your team than you are
0: that's fair we're gonna to get to a little prediction later right now that has the Raiders going 3 and 14 and I'll tease that now we'll get to that later and I just I looked at it and went makes sense I, I know I our schedules ridiculous and I there's no hope yeah so that'll be the title of the episode our schedule is ridiculous and there's no hope how about that it'll be such a such a happy way to lead us into what should be a really fun NFL season I mean there's a lot of a lot of things up in the air right now for teams. There's a lot of question marks heading into this season. And Sam, on that note, I figured we would uh, we would have our first move the chain segment of the year. What do you think?
1: Whoa, it's been a while. It has since been. been since we moved. We got to dust off those chains. Get them I out know of the, the cupboard back there. You know, out of those big old containers that are by every single recreational field everywhere. You just, they just full of equipment. We got to pull them out.
0: Quick, quick sidebar here. Do you think that the NFL is ever going to get rid of the chain gang? And the reason why I ask is because, you know, there's, <laughs> there's so much talk in sports about using instant replay and the whole idea of maybe we're going to have, like, robot umps here in baseball soon. Like, we're moving towards a very potentially technological sports landscape. The chain gang just feels so wholesome. Do you think they're ever going to get rid of the chain gang? <laughs>
1: gosh i hope not I that's, that's about as, as much of football as the kickoff in the field i mean we'll never get rid of the kickoff so why would we get rid of the the chain gang
0: well you say that now but i mean <laughs> <laughs> but it's under knows?
1: attack yeah, I, I just i just love you could you could look back and just imagine the conversation between the creators of football it was like but how do we like how do we know how long the first down marker is you just grab that string over there, measure it out, get, give me ten feet, and just follow us along here. Well, well make ten yards,
0: ten yards, but you know, well,
1: did I say ten feet?
0: You did say ten feet.
1: It's all good. Maybe not back quite in the day same. It was different.
0: Uh, not, quite, not quite the same.
1: And then as we've gone on, I mean, it's probably been what it's been over a hundred years of football, and we haven't found a better way of doing it.
0: Yeah, they probably took that, uh, that 10 feet thing that you were talking about and just stood it upright, and then they found the basketball hoop. That's honestly probably what they did after that. The law of 10. Exactly, exactly. So with, with that in mind, with football on the brain, let's move on to our very first Move the Chains segment of the year, something we do here regularly it's not uh, not breaking the uh, the create the creative uh, barrier in terms of uh, segment. I mean, it's uh, every show has it. It's I'm gonna give Sam a statement, and now I need to clarify because I, I don't know if it's I don't know if I I can't say it enough on this show. The statements that I read aren't necessarily indicative of what I think, but they're oh. just possible possible. Um, things that could happen this upcoming season. Now, I'm not saying whether or not I agree with him. That is going to be Sam's job for Move the Chains. If he agrees with the take, then we're going to Move the Chains. And if he doesn't, then he's going to punt, and he's going to tell me why. So are you ready for the very first Move the Chains segment of the year?
1: I'm ready. Are we going to also draft in this episode? Did you already do a draft? I have not. I have not. Okay, I'll, I'll have one.
0: Perfect, perfect. We will. All right, little little tease, little tease. (laughs) All right, first one. So all the talk has been recently about the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers, hard knocks, New York Jets, J E T S, Jets, 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 blah blah blah. But I want to go to the Packers because there's been some news coming out. You mean
1: wait? Aren't they the Jets? Western, Northeast, the Northeast Jets. The Northeast Jets. The Northeast Jets. the The joke now is like the the Jets are the East Coast Packers. The well, Packers I mean, East.
0: I mean, if Bakhtiari does end up going there, then potentially yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, how convenient would that be? They complain about there's this whole thing of oh my gosh, our O line, our O line, we can't fix it, and then oh yeah, the, one of the best left tackles in all of football will just happen to be there. That'd be awesome.
0: I know, and I I mean. Who knows if that would fix all of their offensive line problems, but, man, it really would solve a headache. (laughs) At least on on one side of the line. Um, So with the Packers on the brain, I wanted to talk about them, and especially Jordan Love. there have been a lot of news that's been coming out of Packers camp saying how well he's been performing, that he has been doing so, so great for them in camp and he just looks really really good. So my question for you or my statement for you is that yeah. Jordan Love will actually be great this year and he's going to lead the Packers to potential wild card berth. You know, move the chains what, what or punt we, on
1: that. What do we think great is?
0: Okay, let me define great as making the wild
1: card. Um yeah, I'll move I'll move the chains on that one. I think wild card teams, gi- Giants will be there again. Seattle will be there again. Dallas will be there again. Uh, if we're all assuming, which I think everyone is, that Minnesota might, e- might take a step back, um, they'll be in that mix for the wild card, might even win the division. If, I, if we just go blanket statements, Packers will make the playoffs. I can move the chains on that.
0: Yeah, so they've got a lot of. I mean a lot of their same offensive weapons from the previous year. Obviously the biggest one would <laughs> the biggest one who left was obviously Aaron Rodgers. Their draft yep. this year, they drafted a lot of young defensive players. I mean the Bears who knows? I mean I feel like the Bears are going to be one of the biggest question marks heading into I feel like the Bears in Minnesota equally have two big big question marks. Like they could like, the Bears could either, I think, be really, really good, or they could still stink. And I, I, I'm really having a hard time getting a gauge on them. It seems like everybody's jumping on Detroit's bandwagon. Yep. Minnesota, I've seen a lot of recent predictions having them under 500, talking about how, hey, in case you guys don't remember, they got really lucky last year in a lot of games. So They I could... also went
1: – what? They, win, they won 13 games last season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So – At a certain point, that's not luck; that's skill. And you have to you have to have some level of luck to win in the NFL. Well,
0: yes, very true. Uh, But you got to remember that a lot of those games were like right down to the wire. A lot of stuff went their way. I get what you're saying, Um, but I, I do see a path for the Packers to make that wild card, or even win the division. Depending on honestly, depending on. I guess, how good the Lions are. Because I feel like they are sort of sneaking their way forward as maybe the best team in Minnesota, who knows. But I think there's a potential that the Packers could sneak up on some people and, and either win the division or or make the wild card. So, All right, let me give you number two. Garrett Wilson will win Offensive Player of the Year now that he has Aaron Rodgers
1: throwing to him. I can't go that far. There's so many offensive weapons. Um, gosh, was the let? Did Justin Jefferson win it last season? Yeah. And then you had Cooper Cup the year before, Jonathan Taylor, or Jonathan Taylor. Might, I can't. I can't see a world that Cooper Cup didn't win two years ago. Um, but there's just there's so many. You, Jamar Chase, I think, is still above him. That would be such a leap for him to make. Is it though? In, he won in year offensive two.
0: rookie of the year
1: last year, which is I, hey, it's we're talking about the big leagues. Now we're, we're saying he, well, he played in the leagues. big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely he did his toes in the big leagues for sure. But I think there's just a different level that he would have to go to. Tyree kill is still there it, at the top. Jalen Waddle is getting a lot of praise. I mean, he, he's not even the best offensive weapon in that division
0: so you're saying Stefan Diggs
1: then I'm saying punt it man punt it
0: punt it yeah it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting uh, question I, I was looking at sort of the awards from last season if there was maybe one who could you know maybe win like a like a rookie of the year um, award that you know you could win in year two when you're obviously not a rookie. And the offensive player of the year was the obvious one that I looked at, and it didn't seem like oh, too far of a stretch. You um, know who's
1: actually easier? Because hmm. Sauce, Sauce Gardner went defensive, right? Yes, he rookie did. Of the year. I think he has a better chance of winning defensive player of the year.
0: Mm, that'd be a good poll question.
1: I think I think there's a lot of hype with him. If he can get to that high – single digits interception total or even double digits interception total with how good that Jets defense is supposed to play this season. And if they're winning, I think there might be a lot of things going his way.
0: Well, part of the thing that can plague a really good corner is, and it's through no fault of their own. Well, I mean, I guess it is in terms of, you know, them being really good. But if you have a really good shutdown corner, then perhaps your interception numbers aren't actually going to be as high because teams just won't throw to you. And so it might negatively, quote-unquote, impact your stats. So I could see a world where he doesn't get double-digit interceptions, but only because just people aren't throwing to him. You know what I mean?
1: No, I totally get that. Yeah, it's like Revis Island. like They lock up that side, and no one's even throwing that direction. Right,
0: exactly. But at the same time, you'd – so you'd be making a case for somebody who if let's just say that that does happen. you're making a case for somebody who completely takes away a side of the field but doesn't have any numbers to like necessarily back it up other than the fact that you know maybe a top wide receiver only gets like five
1: targets, so I think the thing that I think of him like after his rookie year, he was. Gosh, wasn't he a top twenty-five voted player in the NFL top one hundred? Yeah, we did the we did the list uh,
0: like uh, two weeks ago.
1: So I think there's a lot of like recognition already shown his way. So if he were to go a leg up on that, without sort of that production, I mean, his numbers are going to look great anyway. Like second, second spectrum advanced statistics of oh well receivers are catching i have like a blah 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 catch percentage when he's the closest defender covering corner everything like that like his if teams aren't throwing his way his stats are going to look great in that regard just not the interception total um and the one thing i'll say if everything goes well on the offensive side and Rogers returns to MVP form where he's throwing for close to 40 touchdowns, Brees Hall, Dalvin cook, and they're able to just put points up. Teams are going to be throwing a mm-hmm. lot against the jets and that's just more opportunities to have success. But like the first part I was making there, the recognition's already there. People are already singing his praises. So I think all that needs to happen is to him to back that up with a performance and people will reward him. I think media and players coaching coaches alike. I'll tell you who's actually going to win defensive player of the year. Uh,
0: Max Crosby is going to win defensive player of the year. I I'm just, I'm telling you that right now. Remember when
1: you said that Max Crosby was better than Nick Bosa?
0: Well, you know what? Throughout his career, he's only, I mean, for as good as you think Nick Bosa is, and he is amazing.
1: Well, he did win Defensive Player of the Year last season. I
0: I just said, he is amazing. He Ma- Max Crosby is only, I'm looking at it right now, he's only four and a half sacks behind Nick Bosa for his entire career. It's not like Nick Bosa is outpacing Max Crosby by a gigantic how many, amount.
1: How many quarterback hits?
0: Um, I don't have that up in front of me at the moment, but I do have the sack totals. And Nick Bosa has 43. Crosby's got 37 and a half. So... And the other thing too about Max is that um, he just he hasn't been hurt in the same way. And I'm, I'm dear God, I hope Nick Bosa doesn't get hurt. But I'm just going to say it right now. You he, you heard it here first. Max Crosby Wait, doesn't you win know,
1: Defensive Player of the Year. So Max Crosby Crosby has played more games, and Nick Bosa has more sacks. Yeah, yeah. So okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll just breeze past that one. Yeah, we'll breeze
0: right over it. But I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm making a case for my guy and my my case is that he's awesome. There you go. Now said. Anyway, let's move on. Number 3. <clears throat> the three wildcard teams for the AFC will all come from the AFC North. So, that would mean you have your division winner and then whoever's remaining between the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers, all three te- wildcard teams will come from the AFC North.
1: I'm gonna pun it. Mm-hmm. I think they have they have a chance to be all above 500, and yeah. we've seen that we've seen that a couple times now. But I can't see them getting all. Every we're talking about every single team from the division making the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: they were they were close last year, and they'll be close again. Um, I don't see the Steelers making the playoffs this season, and I'm sorry, the Browns are not good. <laughs> let's let's stop with this. I saw um, Pat McAfee's show just mm-hmm. go out like, oh well, if Deshaun Watson gets back to form and. Or it might have been Rich Eisen. If they go, Yeah, it was Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah. Was I, like, could, I, was was, listening, I was listening to that today, yeah. He was singing the praises of the Browns. And I'm like, uh, no, stop. This well, isn't happening.
0: Well, okay, I'm so glad you brought that up because the reason why I saved that question for last is because I'm going to transition us right into something that I saw earlier today. And this is from USA Today NFL. These are the record predictions for every team – in the NFL from USA Today NFL. And the AFC North, I'll read you in order, starting from the division winner to last place, but the teams and records they have in terms of predictions. So yep. they have the Bengals at 12 and 5, winning the division. They have the Ravens at 11 and 6, making the playoffs uh, as a wild card. They also have the Steelers at 11 and 6. Whoa. And then they have the Browns at 10 and 7. Now, Wow. They don't have the Steelers or the Browns in the playoffs. I'm just going to say that right now. They actually have the Jets and the Dolphins as the other two wild cards. But looking at those records, it just I don't know, like to me I was sitting there and I was like, well, it's an interesting question because saying that the Steelers are going to go 11 and 6 and the Browns are going to go 10 and 7. I mean, it there certainly is a possibility that all all four of those teams could make the playoffs. They certainly, I think, from top to bottom, I mean, they're competing with the AFC East for the best division, um, probably in football. But I think I'd give the slight edge to the AFC North. I don't think it's an outrageous question to ask. And just seeing that seeing that prediction, especially the Steelers one, 11-6, just really kind of threw me for a little.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty big jump. What did they finish last season?
0: <clears throat> I'm pulling it up right now. The Steelers in... 2022-2023, they finished nine and eight.
1: So we're I don't think they're their two wins better. Well here, let me
0: um let me take a peek at who they're playing. So they actually open up with your 49ers.
1: L um, Big Big L. Like they, huge L. That's crazy. They go Browns,
0: Raiders, Texans, Ravens, and then um, they go well, there's, Steelers. There's definitely,
1: a, there's definitely a dub in that first three. Yeah. Won't say who.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Steelers, <laughs> Steelers, Jaguars, Titans, Packers. They have the Cardinals sprinkled in there. They play the Colts. Um, they don't have a brutal schedule, but, and I mean, I mean, you got you have to bet that they're going to be above 500, right? I mean, Mike Tomlin's never not been above 500. I feel like that's their surest bet, probably ever. But to
1: be around that nine-win mark again,
0: yeah, it's just it's tough. I eleven and six. I saw that prediction and really was like, okay, that's. I, I haven't. I mean, you and I ran down the, um, the power rankings that everybody had for all of the teams, and the Steelers were nowhere near the top of anybody's power rankings. None.
1: Hmm. No, yeah. I agree. Were you yeah. finishing that thought?
0: No, I I well, I was I was <laughs> The, the biggest you. thing
1: the biggest thing for me is how does that work within their division? I mean, they would have to beat each other up and kind of split pretty much evenly within that division for all of them to get at least 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing for these teams I, I should have looked probably should look now, but how many of these teams beat up on the Browns when they didn't have Deshaun Watson for the first 11 weeks. Right. And how different is that going to be now? Like did Pittsburgh beat the Browns in those first 10 weeks? And then now we're talking about, well, they might, they might split with them and that's like a case for a win to be taken off. Mm -hmm. And that's right. And you could say the same about the, the Ravens who were, who lost Lamar late in the year. I mean, the, now this season I think is has a little bit of questions of how long is Joe Burrow going to be out. I think reports are that he's going to be ready for game 1. Uh, but if he looks like he's a little bit limited that that might hurt the Bengals early in the year. So there's so many factors that go into this division. It's going to be tight. There's there's a lot of these teams are very strong. I think we can say that about pretty much every team in the NFL. The NFL as a whole does not have a talent shortage. I mean there are dudes on Unless all you're in of Vegas. these teams. Hey there's guys hey Josh Jacobs still on the roster. Yeah I know.
0: We have a couple guys but collectively do you want
1: the Adams do you want the
0: Adams still on the roster? Collectively Collect- we're just limping along right now. I never thought I would I would have a day where I said I'm I, I really miss the Kings. <laughs> More than I miss <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> that never happens. It's never and no matter how bad the Raiders were I always, I always missed the Raiders' horn. Don't get me wrong. I the Kings were that
1: much worse. right, That's what was. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Um And don't get me wrong. I'm going to be cheering as hard as I possibly can, every single week up until the very end. For, but for a couple quarters, for I just cheering don't as not know. As I can. Yeah, as long as it reasonably makes sense. <laughs> as long as I, I'm just asking every year. I just ask, like even, even if we lost every single game my only ask every year is just be in the game like like just be there to the end don't don't make it so when halftime comes around i'm already starting to do laundry i'm am making lunch i'm just moving around i'm not investing in the game just be competitive even even if we lose every game that's just it feels like a a, a simple ask
1: you know that's a lot it might be <laughs> it might be <laughs> Um, um, but I guess long, long story short, uh, punt, punt on that one.
0: Yeah, punt on that. one. No, send that one. No blind. good. You know what? I uh, I agree with you, and this leads me seamlessly, almost like I planned this um in advance, um, into my predictions for the upcoming season. So I'll do mine on this show. Uh, and then Sam, if you want to do uh, yours on the next show, and I can react to yours, then uh, then we'll we'll do that. I have the my AFC predictions. I have my NFC predictions. I have the division winners and the wild cards. So I'll let them fly, and you tell me how
1: uh, how wrong I am. All right.
0: Okay. All right. Here we go. So I, do you want the AFC first or do you want the NFC?
1: Give me the give me the AFC.
0: AFC. All right. So, my division winners right now, starting with the AFC East, I have the Bills. I understand a lot of people are picking the Jets, but I think for me until – it's so hard for me to pick the Jets right now because we just haven't seen them, right? And I think the everything that I've been hearing about the offensive line, seems it seems like a legit problem. If Bakhtiari, if Bakhtiari shows up there, then <laughs> – yeah, well,
1: <laughs> no, there's no way. I mean, the, the Jets are going to call the Packers. then The Packers are going to pick up and like lose our number. There's no way we're dealing with you guys again. I know
0: it, it would see, it would seem crazy, right. To send Aaron Rodgers and then your best offensive lineman
1: over there. I in different It seems, deals. It, yeah, it, it seems so far fetched in, in the same off season. That's crazy.
0: I know It it seems way out there. So I think for me, until I until we get a couple weeks into into the season, we won't really know how this is this experiment for the Jets is going to work. So, the Bills still feel like the best team to me. I know that on paper potentially the Dolphins could be, but again, I, I trust Josh Allen yeah. more than I trust two at this point. I, I don't think the Patriots are going to be um, all that bad, but I think right now I'd still give the lean towards the Bills. The AFC West is the easiest division to pick; just give it to the Chiefs and move on. Um, The AFC North, I really went back and forth between the Ravens and the Bengals. But if I'm making a case that I'm not going to be picking the Jets because I don't know what they're going to look like, I feel like I can't in my right mind then pick the Ravens to win that division because everything that we've been hearing from the Ravens is that the offense is going to look a little bit different. Lamar is going to be throwing it maybe a little bit more under Todd Munkin. The offense is just going to be slightly different than what we're used to there in Baltimore, so... I can't say I'm not going to pick the Jets and then pick the Ravens, so I'm going to pick the Bengals, even though they lost a little bit of defensive talent. I still feel comfortable betting on Joe Burrow. And then the AFC South, I think the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is really interesting for the Titans, but I think at this point I'm leaning with the Jaguars. They We did a graphic... Uh, or we looked up a graphic uh, not too long ago. I just, we're not we're not doing the uh, the visual part of the show anymore. What
1: um, was about to say? What are you doing if we're time? And
0: uh, yeah, and the team from uh, the team that retained the most amount of players from last season to this season is actually the Jaguars, and they added um, a few pieces as well. Trevor Lawrence really started to turn it on towards the end of the season. I really do think the Jaguars are going to be pretty damn good this year, so I'll give the Jaguars uh, the nod. So the division winners would be Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and Jags. And this is when it really got tough because I was looking at the wild cards and I was like, I, I have no clue. I really don't know because I just asked the question about how many wild cards we could have from the AFC North. I think you can make a legit case for all three of the remaining teams. The Chargers could be really good if the um, whole new offensive coordinator thing comes through, but the Chargers do, you know, they do keep charging, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> the Titans, again, I just said, I think the Titans could also be sneaky good. And then you got to look at the AFC East with the Jets and the Dolphins. I, the AFC is just ridiculous, <laughs> and it just made, after that, when I picked the NFC, feel so much easier. But the wild cards that I settled on, not in good faith, I will say um, are the jets, the Ravens and the chargers. As much as, as much as I'm not a hundred percent sure, or I guess not even, that's not even the right word. A hundred percent confident in the chargers. I'm not a hundred percent confident in the dolphins either yet. Yep. So I, I think, I think, Again, not in a hundred percent faith, but I think I'm going to do the Jets, the Ravens, and the Chargers. So all in all, your AFC playoff picture would be Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Jags, Jets, Ravens, Chargers.
1: Yeah, I think, think those are all. I think those are all really the sensible picks. Um, I'd say probably the, and this is no knock on you, because I, as you're going through it, it's like, yeah, yeah, like that totally makes sense. I think they're the safest options. Um, I think got to give respect to Miami and what they were able to do before Tua got injured. It looked like they were primed to win that division. Uh So I think, and they were able to make the playoffs even with Tua missing time. So if we were to say, and this is a big if based off of what his health looked like last season, but if he's able to stay healthy, that team just wins. With them, so I think, and I I picked Baltimore to win that division at one point this season or one point this offseason. But I'm gonna I keep flip flopping. I think Baltimore might miss the playoffs.
0: I don't know, man. Well, I tell you what. I I mean, I your point about the Dolphins is well taken, and again, it's so it's so hard because I, I didn't pick the Ravens to win the division because I was unsure about the new OC thing. I'm not, but I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually picking the Chargers to make the, the playoffs because of the OC thing. It's a weird dynamic, and I think it's just because I have a lot of faith in Justin Herbert. Yep. And to, to carry that team to wins, not saying that Tua can't. I actually think the Dolphins, top to bottom, are, are way better than the Chargers. But I just have a lot of confidence in Justin Herbert, and I really have a hard time believing that that marriage uh, with, between him and Kellen Moore is not gonna work. So marriage. they're not getting an old. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I really don't think that um, that they're gonna be bad. I really don't. So plus, they, I mean, and again, yes, you're right. I think they probably are the safer picks. I really wanted to pick the Titans. To win the AFC South, but I just I couldn't get myself to do it. So, um, well, Sam, you got a whole week to think about the AFC playoffs. I'm going to be very interested to, to hear your side of it next week. When I, was, I, don't think there's a
1: wrong. I don't think there's a wrong way of going about it.
0: Probably not. I mean, again, is it would anybody would anybody fault you for swapping the Chargers for the Dolphins? I don't think so. Would anybody really fault you for even trying to sneak? The Titans in there. I don't think so either. Or the Browns. Uh, it's it's one of those things where, again, the AFC is just completely loaded. Going back to what you said earlier in the episode, the NFL is not devoid right now of talent.
1: I would, so I'm going to even, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to have the Dolphins. I'm going to just, I'm just going to give you my AFC.
0: All right. Let it fly. I, was, I, I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but if you're ready, let it fly.
1: Obviously, KC is going to make it. I think they're going to be the number one seed. Um, yeah, I mean, that's without without saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers are just way too talented. Way too talented. They won 10 or 11 games last season. I think they'll be a little bit better than last year. And who knows? Herbert might win MVP. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, they just have to be in the playoffs for me. So they're going to be a wild card. Uh, the Broncos stink. Raiders. Yes. Tough. Stink um, on ice. <laughs> they're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Yes, they Caleb will. Williams and uh how cool would that be, Jason?
0: Yeah, I mean at this point, that's really what we're hoping for, right? We're just hoping they're so bad that we get a stud quarterback next year. Or so
1: that would be so cool. in Vegas. Ooh, and that silver and black. <laughs>
0: With with Devonte uh, and stuff, that'd be fun.
1: Well, Devontae would be gone. Josh Jacobs would be gone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's for, and McDaniel's. <laughs> Don't
0: forget about McDaniel's.
1: <laughs> he would definitely be gone. Uh, unless he actually did a great job cuz that their whole objective is to get the number 1 pick
0: potentially yeah you'd think
1: right they're like when they brought him in his thing was i'm going to turn this potential playoff team who is battling with Kansas City into the worst team in the league in two seasons
0: mm-hmm. watch
1: and they're like they're like oh perfect i'm in um AFC North, I'm going to go with Cincy. Uh, I think Ravens are close in that division. Um, I like 12 or 11 wins for Cincy. For some reason, I think we think because of their playoff success that Cincinnati like dominates in the regular season, but they have some games where they just they lose against teams that they shouldn't, mm-hmm. um, so I think they'll be around like 12 or 11. Um, AFC East. I'm going to go with the Dolphins winning that division because they get a full – and this is going to be so bad because Tua just threw, like, a pick in preseason, too. So it's, it, this could just blow up right in my face. But it doesn't matter. No one's listening to this. Anyway, uh, Dolphins are going to win that division. The Jets and the Bills will be wild card teams. Um, I think the Bills take a step back. I think Josh Allen – throws more he's gonna lead the league in interceptions this season whoa <laughs> yeah whoa yeah that came out of left field huh um and now I'll, I'll do the safe pick jacksonville i mean that's such a crapshoot of a division so uh, Jacksonville's going to be like right around 10 wins mm-hmm. again I, so the- I know i like it you say like they returned the most uh percentage wise but then they were also like a 9-10 win team last year. So that's like not saying a whole bunch.
0: Well, you'd think that just – I mean, that would just be a nod towards chemistry and, and being together for more than one season.
1: yeah yeah. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> um, so then we have everything the same except you have the Dolphins in and I have the Ravens in. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, again, I can't fault you for that. I – the Dolphins, if everything goes right for them, could be the best team in the AFC. I mean, honestly, they really could be would um, even better than Kansas City. It, yeah, they could be. They really could be. They have every single thing that you would need to make a run in a Super Bowl. <laughs> they have great. Uh, they have great wide receivers. They have a really good quarterback. They have a bunch of good players on defense. They have a really good head coach. They got everything. So. I mean, if everything lines up for them, I mean, they could do what the Eagles did last year. If you think about it, like the Eagles, the Eagles benefited from a great quarterback, a great um, head coach, a great defense, great weapons, and they were extremely healthy. So, if the Dolphins can stay extremely healthy, they could be the Eagles from last year. They really could. Yep. So, all right, let's move on uh, to the NFC since we're talking about the Eagles. If you want to make your predictions, uh, while I'm doing mine, you can. Again, I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but if you're ready to fire, then by all means, after this is over, fire away. Oh, I Um, can fire. So, division winners, um, NFC East, I got the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. What? Really? Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Uh, The NFC West, give me the Cardinals. No, I'm kidding. Not the Cardinals. (laughs) No, (laughs) that would be left field. They're battling with Vegas. Yes, they are. Don't worry. Yes, they are. Um, give me the 49ers, obviously. Um, and then the NFC North, again, we were talking about the Packers. We touched on the Vikings a little bit. I think I'm just going to go with the Lions. And, again, this Whoa. this one feels like the the hardest division, honestly, for me to pick. More, yeah. than, more than any other division. I, I really don't know. In the past week, I've heard every single one of these teams on a different show – be picked to win the division. (laughs) It doesn't seem like anybody really knows what this division is going to look like. There is a heavy bandwagon on the lions, Mm -hmm. but again, there are, there are some voices out there who are saying, no, 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 no. Watch out for the bears. No, watch out. Jordan loves actually going to be really good. The Packers are going to be great. And the Vikings, it's like, no, well, I mean, don't take into account the fact that a lot of their games were one-score games, and they kind of got lucky on a few. That's like, no, that, was, that wasn't that was a fluke. They're going to be back. So who knows? But I think I'll just take the Lions partially because uh, they're really fun, <laughs> and they're an awesome story, um, yeah. and just want to root for them to, to do well. Um, and then the last one <clears> – <throat> The NFC South, I think this one's pretty straightforward. I think the Saints are gonna are gonna run away with that division. I really do. Um, if anybody, if any of you guys watched the preseason game for uh, New Orleans, it was just watching watching Derek just march down the field against the Chiefs, um, and <laughs> just honestly do exactly what I'm hoping he does uh, and just goes off for the Saints. Um, I really do think that they are the clear cut. Um, favorite in that division and I honestly can't wait to uh to watch some Saints playoff football this year and I'm really going to be rooting for hard for Derek to just stick it to the Raiders this season um and then the three wild cards I have Dallas Seattle and <laughs> question then, mark <laughs> yeah well not really um my third one was really the question mark um, cause I went back and forth between the Packers, Vikings. I've even seen the Falcons in a couple predictions, um, uh-huh. sticking their way into the playoffs, but I'm going to put the giants in there. I think that I don't think that last year was an aberration. They added Darren Waller. Um, that's going to be really, as long as he can stay healthy, that's going to be a huge help for Daniel Jones. He'll only have a, it's going to be a second year, uh, under Brian Dayball in the new system. They brought back Saquon Barkley. They have pretty much everything that they had last year, and now they have another year of chemistry working together. I think they'll sneak in as a wild card. I actually was doing some research on them before the show, and I saw a couple predictions saying that they're going to win 10 or 11 games, which was I – mean, I, I, I mean, they won nine last year, so winning 10 I don't think is an outrageous prediction. But honestly, I'm gonna. I went back to that USA Today um, thing that I, we were talking about earlier. They had the Giants going six and eleven, which I don't think is really? going to happen at all. I really don't. Looking at their schedule, I, I think they have a fairly favorable schedule. So I, I think I think we'll see the Giants back in the
1: playoffs. We'll talk about a team that won a lot of close games <laughs> last season. Yeah. Um. But I, I I agree with that. Um. Eagles easy. Niners with Brock Purdy. Easy, maybe a little Trey Lance time. Who knows? No, I'm just kidding. It's gonna be Brock Purdy clear. Yeah. Um, not Sam Darnold. No Sam Darnold time. Don't want <sighs> him to see that. Brock Purdy is fine. Um, uh, what was the what was the other? Oh, the uh, North. MC North. Um, I'm. Am... Oh, gosh. Because every year there has to be new playoff teams. Yeah. Every single year, and a part of me wants to pick Minnesota because they're the proven commodity, and I. Don't really understand. I mean, yeah, they lost Adam Thielen and they lost some defensive pieces, but that was an offensive team last season and they have the best quarterback in that division. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Minnesota again. All right, I got I'm, I'm I like the Detroit pick, I really hope they continue to grow. It's every year they've gotten better, but. I, I gotta go with Minnesota. I think fair enough. Um, the NFC South. I am going to take the Atlanta Falcons. Don't do, why, dude? Why? <laughs> I I don't like the Saints very much. I don't like the I I think I said the Panthers were going to win this division at one point, but uh, Bryce Young's looked kind of bad. And, oh, one preseason game. <laughs> yep. In his career, that's all I can go off of. Yep, everyone's killing Trey Lance, and he's only played in like three games total. So yeah, from
0: high school to now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what what even is the other team in that division? NFC South? It'd be oh, the Buc- Saints. Buccaneers. The only Buccaneers. Yeah. Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's no, that's a whole lot of no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons because John Robinson apparently has been crazy good. If if he's a top five running back as a rookie thing. i have
0: him. Uh, i have him on my fantasy team right now on my bench so i'm really hoping that that
1: uh, <laughs> comes into play later on yeah i think that's a that's a pretty solid selection that team show gosh who was their running backs last season but they i mean they got production from like aljair and um Kit, uh patterson mm-hmm. um i mean Yeah, they got production from that running back position. So I think that's kind of where their system's heading. And I think they're going to squeak out that division.
0: They won't,
1: but that's okay. And then it's what, Desmond Ritter is their Mm -hmm. quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's all right.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, this is going into his second year. I mean, you're expecting him to play a little bit better.
1: So we'll see. Hopefully. We shall see and um the wild cards dallas giants
0: and see now it's the, it's the third team
1: it's the third team that's tricky i'm going to take i'm going to go seattle i'm going to take the giants out and i'm going to go
0: mhm so you're looking at the saints you're looking at the lions you're looking at I'm gonna go the lions. You're gonna go the lions. Yeah. So you're leaving out the Giants and you're leaving out the Saints, but other than that, we are the same. Perfect. Okay. Well, um, look, I could see a world where the the Falcons get in. I I do think the Saints are a little bit better. They the Saints clearly have the best quarterback in that division for sure, and that's that's not a stretch. Um, That that third team, really, honestly, I didn't think that the NFC was going to be all that tricky to pick. And for, the, I guess, the most part, it wasn't. But that third NFC team is, honestly, more than anything, what it shows you is the stark contrast between the AFC and the NFC. <laughs> because in the NFC, you're like, oh, which team could maybe week in. and then with the afc you're like well which 11 win team is not going to make it <laughs> Yep. and then so they're they're difficult to pick for two different reasons but even at the top of the the division right like let's just let's just say for a second that all four division winners are who are remaining right going into i don't know the you know towards the end of the the playoffs. You have the Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Jaguars, and I'm just going off of my list. The Eagles, 49ers, Lions, Saints. The AFC, all four of those teams are, like, could easily, you could easily make a case that the AFC would go 4-0 against the NFC. Now, the Eagles and the 49ers are the two heavy hitters from the NFC, but in totality, I mean... I I would I could see a world where the Bengals beat both of them, the Bills beat both of them, the Chiefs beat both of them. I don't know about yeah. the Jags, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that even at the very top of the divisions, the AFC just looks so much scarier than the
1: NFC. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a hard thing to measure. I mean, I think in most of those power rankings that we saw, the Eagles and Niners were both top three teams. So you could say, well, the NFC has two of the top three teams in the NFL. Do
0: you think we're destined for another Eagles-49ers-NFC championship game?
1: I'd hope so. Mm -hmm. I think that would be be perfect for both teams. And then no matter what the result is, if the Niners were to win, it's like – Because we got robbed in that game. Yeah, and I think that's a... We were talking about it before that game even started. It's like, oh my god, these are by far the two best teams in the NFC. Mm
0: -hmm. By
1: far. And they are, from top to bottom, two of the best rosters in the NFL. And they are going to have a slugfest, and then boom, and within like the second drive that game is over. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Philly fans would like to hear... And who knows if they're actually hearing this? Like, oh gosh, like you guys... Didn't even deserve to go to the the Super Bowl because the Niners didn't have a quarterback. But I think that if there was any of that talk, and they were to beat the Niners in this year's conference championship, that talk would go to rest real quick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, I hope we get to see it. Honestly, I, I really, I really do hope that we <laughs> we get to see that, just because. That game could have been an all timer. Like, you're right. You had you had the two clear in a way best teams in the NFC all year long. And all you wanted to see was a final drive from one of those two teams, game winner drive, who whichever one of them headed to the Super Bowl. That's what you that's what you wanted. And man, just you're right. Immediately. Immediately when that game started, it was over. It was over. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Eagles and the 49ers to both make it back because we we need we need a repeat of that game properly properly. All right, final thing on the docket. You had uh, teased a draft, so let's let's do that. Take it away.
1: Okay, um, I'm going to go. Would you rather I go from the top or the bottom here?
0: Uh, let's go from the bottom.
1: From the bottom, he had a movie come out recently. It was an American Underdog. Great movie, by the way. Did you end up seeing that?
0: Um, I don't think so, actually.
1: Oh. Well, it's one, Kurt Warner. And I'm going to give you the year that these took place. It was 1999. A little hint there. It's football-themed. Kurt Warner, 1999. Uh, Next. These are all quarterbacks, by the way. Not. Not super important, but just happenstance. Uh, Brett Farve. Mm-hmm. Brett Farve. Um, Packer great. Um, Alabama? Mississippi? Where is he residing now? I don't know. Mississippi, uh, Mississippi politician at this point. Um, just all everything I've heard. A great, upstanding guy. 1996, 1996. he achieved this feat. Next is... Terry Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, probably better known for our generation as the commentator, um, halftime, post game, pre game analysis, funny guy has the TV show on. I think it's TLC, something like that. But they rally show Terry Bradshaw in 1978. Okay, the third okay. third selection, right in front of Brett Favre and Kurt Warner. Next is one Patrick Mahomes, star of the quarterback show, season one of Netflix, uh, back in 2023. All the way back then, he achieved this feat. He is at number two. And last one, but certainly not least at the top, is one Joseph Montana. Achieved this in the lonely year of 1989.
0: 1989. So for those of you who don't
1: uh, frequent the show,
0: uh, we didn't set it up all that well, uh, but we're doing our no context list right here. And all that is, is instead of giving you the title of the list and then revealing one by one what is on the list, we do the opposite. We reveal the list and then we don't tell you what the title of the list is. And it is your job and whoever is reacting to the list. They're our job. To determine what the title is. And right now, I'm not 100% sure. Because I was leaning one way. Oh. And then I started leaning another. and now. Did you search them? No, I didn't. Okay, good. I did not. I thought you would have ruined it. So Uh, it's a
1: certain criteria that all these lovely gentlemen fall under. And then I ranked them based off of there.
0: All right, so read, read me the list again from bottom to top.
1: Uh Warner, Kurt Warner. Yep. Uh grocery bagger turned quarterback. Brett Favre. Yep. Terry Bradshaw. Patty Mahomes, Kermit the Frog, and Joseph Montana.
0: <sighs> well, um I don't think Terry Bradshaw ever led the league in touchdowns. I
1: don't think. Um, um I mean I probably did but that's not what this is about
0: um mm, not golly some of them have been in movies (laughs) um like some of them have been uh like featured heavily in movies um golly <clears throat> is it a sports-relevant statistic, or is it an outside sports-relevant statistic?
1: It's it's within the realm of sports. Within
0: the realm of sports.
1: And just so you know, because you didn't know this, Terry Bradshaw did lead, lead the NFL in passing touchdowns in 1982.
0: He did? Okay. I feel like that's not something I hear much about from him. I,
1: um, Okay. He only threw two more touchdowns than interceptions in his career. How many? Know that.
0: How many touchdowns did he throw that year?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, it's I, not. It's not what this is about.
0: Okay, I was going to say. I just. I. I've heard a lot about him over the over the years because Greeny talks about him all the time, and I. Just, it's never something that I hear brought up all the time about him. Yes, he was a great quarterback, but I never hear. Um, I and how it was a great winner, but I never really hear all that much about um him being like an amazing, just pure thrower of the football. Um Um and I'm sure there are people who are much older than me listening to this who's like, Well, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know what? I kind <laughs> of don't.
1: <laughs> um, I, we I'm just going we off weren't even ideas at this point. Yeah,
0: I'm not not saying that I do. I'm saying based on the research that I've done and the analysis that I've gathered from just years and years of listening to sports talk, that's just never something I've heard really associated with him. Um, I'm stumped. I have no idea. The Mahomes thing threw me off, because I'm trying to think of what he did last season. Um, But I can't I can't come up with it. I don't. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to gauge is whether or not Mahomes led the league in in passing yards last year, um, because I know he threw for I believe he threw for over five thousand yards. I, I believe I heard it recently. It was like fifty two or fifty three hundred, something like that.
1: And because I think and, he did beat Herbert, I think Herbert came second.
0: Yeah, and because I don't have a better guess, I'm going to go with the passing yards thing, but I'm not confident in it.
1: So you think they
0: led
1: (sighs) led the league in passing yards in those seasons? Yeah. That very well might be the case, except for we already know Terry Bradshaw didn't. Um, So these are quarterbacks or players who have won the regular season MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same year. In
0: the same year.
1: So there's only – um, Bart Starr and Steve Young. So there's only seven.
0: Brady never did achieve. it. Really?
1: Brady Brady never did.
0: That's crazy.
1: Apparently, to this, according to Fansided. Uh, That's crazy, right? Because when did he win for the? When did he win the MVP with the Bucks? I gotcha. Was it the year after?
0: <clears throat> so he won, and he's got he had three he had 2007, 2010, and 2017.
1: Oh, did they not win? And in... I know they lost in 2007 and 2010. Mm-hmm. Did they lose to the Eagles in 2017? They
0: must have. I'm looking it up right now.
1: That might have been
0: no, they won, they they beat Atlanta. That was the that was the come from behind. Super Bowl. Who won the Who won the the MVP? Was it James James White? Didn't win, did he? Oh, he might have because yeah, I am looking at it right now because he had fourteen receptions, one hundred and ten yards, one touchdown, and he ran for two touchdowns as well.
1: Um, Monster game. I do. Fact re- you don't. The fact you don't give that to Brady is crazy. I do though.
0: remember that. I do actually remember that. Yeah, Brady threw sixty two times. Um had to come back. Four hundred and sixty-six yards, two touchdowns. Who was the MVP? It's not telling me. Um it's gotta be James White. I think it was James White. I do think it was James White. I I remember like I'm I'm having memories of of that, but well that's a good list. I really thought <laughs> I would have thought that Brady was on that list.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I was shocked. I was shocked to think that because he's I mean he's won so often. Um, But there's a couple times he hasn't – because Julian Edelman got that final – that finals – the Super Bowl MVP the last time. Um, One of the other wide receivers. um,
0: No, Tom Brady won the the Super Bowl MVP that year. I just – I'm looking it up right now. I'm fact-checking. And, yeah, James White, Brady – so the controversy. So the reason why that's in my is it probably on the forefront of our minds is because it was a big controversy after that game because a lot of people thought that James White should have won. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming back now. He what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Brady won his fourth Super Bowl MVP um, that uh, that year.
1: This is a lot of good airway right now. I know. I, you're, I'm just I'm dumbfounding you right now. Why? Why did that not? Why didn't they list him?
0: I'm not 100 so. percent sure.
1: My goodness, <laughs> he did. So I wonder he would be at he'd be at the top of the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> he would have made the list. Oh.
0: So I wonder. I wonder if their criteria. I wonder if they're like classifying. Because you know seasons bleed over from from different years, so I wonder if they. Well, no, because they they wouldn't have because the NFL awards what honestly this is not um w- whatever source you use, it's really their fault.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I could have I could have did a little bit more. <laughs> it's really their fault. Um, really? i Are we sure it's not the year after? But you see, you know, this is why.
0: This is this is the beauty of the show, right? Because no, it was the year after.
1: Well, no, dude. Matt Ryan won that season MVP when God. the Ravens, you when the Falcons lost. You're get out of here. He didn't do it. I'm looking. I looked. At, he won the year before. He won the year after when Philly beat them because it was the big thing of like, oh, is Carson Wentz gonna win? But then Carson Wentz got injured, so then Tom Brady won. I <laughs> I haven't. Dude, had, I, no, I haven't. I got it. Nope i I already got it. Unless he unless he won that first year in Tampa Bay.
0: I have but two I... different sources telling me 2007, I mean uh, 2007, 2014, and 2017 were his MVP years. And I'll look I'll look it up year by year right now because we'll settle this. But then <laughs> couldn't <have> been... <laughs> 2017 NFL MVP Tom Brady Matt Ryan won it in 2016. So maybe maybe the Super Bowl year was <laughs> well because if you look up well if you look up 2017 Super Bowl then it's uh that it's Patriots Falcons some something's, something's hanky here <laughs> something doesn't smell right
1: <laughs> no dude I'm telling you I'm I'm legitimately telling you that isn't correct something something (laughs) because matt ryan won his mvp the year that they went to the super bowl i literally
0: looked at him on (laughs) esp something doesn't smell right we we found a flaw in the system somewhere
1: (laughs) so it's because so matt ryan was the mvp of the 2016 17 super bowl and then Tom Brady was the MVP of the season after, but they happened at the same year. I, I don't know. But they're different seasons.
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
1: you know whatever. Well, I was going to ask you this conversation of, oh man, is Mahomes too high? Did I put Mahomes too high? Is he a, Should he already be above Kurt Warren or Brett Favre, Terry Bradshaw? But you know, it doesn't matter anymore. You, you just ruined it I didn't ruin anything
0: <laughs> you're <laughs> as confused as I am and'm no, I'm I'm sure and apparently I am completely Googled, sure. and apparently all of our sources are as confused as well but see here's the thing here's the thing if you guys are a first-hand listener to the show and you just followed us through all of this this is the beauty of the show right because the whole point of this show is the fact that we're fans everybody's fans and sometimes you get into situations where you say something, but you're not 100% sure that's true.
1: I'm 100%. This is not one of those times. I am 100% certain of what is happening.
0: But that but see this is the point. This is this is I mean, it, you can't you can't encapsulate sports talk uh, you know, not on airwaves better than that That span of 5 minutes right there. <laughs>
1: Years Tom Brady won <laughs> MVP. That's
0: just what happens. It's <sighs> just the way that it goes sometimes. Uh... I'm telling you right now, I'm as confused as anybody because I have I have multiple different sources telling me Brady won uh, in those seasons that it was 07, 10, and 17. And then I'm looking at the, t- at the, at the Patriots winning in 2017, but yet your source is telling you that he never – I don't know. There's a flaw in the system somewhere. Whoa. You just Somewhere there is a flaw in the system. <laughs>
1: so twenty seventeen.
0: But it is what it is, you
1: know? No, it's not. <laughs> you're you're dead set on figuring this out. Well it just it it hurts my brain. It does hurt my brain too.
0: <laughs> It does hurt my brain too. But you know what? The nice thing is that we've reached our hour, so we don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> we don't have to think about it anymore. So, Fred. Okay. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go ahead. Well, okay.
1: we Did we find it? Buccaneers.com. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think I could think of a better source. Okay. They they, they employed the guy, for gosh sakes. Uh,
0: he employed Super Bowl them.
1: MVPs. This is going to be just – if you're a Tom Brady fan, you're going to love this little five-minute snippet of this show. Super Bowl MVPs, 2001, 2003, 2014, 2016. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Thomas Edward Brady. NFL MVP, 2007, 2010, 2017. 2017.
0: Well, then there you have it, Buccaneers.com, coming in, saving the day.
1: <laughs> saving he's 14-time the- broller, pro bowler, he has a three-time, he's only a three-time first-team All-Pro.
0: And honestly, I'm going to end this on a positive note for you. Uh, five months post-surgery, Brock Purdy officially threw his first pass in-game. He completed a pass to Debo Samuel. We just saw it from Adam Schefter, so your boy's officially back. He's been back. He is officially back. All right. Well, that'll wrap it for us. I thought that was a really productive hour, and then we hit a wow. wall sort of at the end. <laughs> we hit a wall at the
1: very end, right there. But that's okay. These stupid dates. Why can't the seasons just be in the same calendar year?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's what. Honestly, I think that's what was going on with um, a lot of the. Uh, the sources that we were looking up, they were just classified them differently. So, all righty. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, football is officially, officially, officially here. And I know I keep saying that at the end of each episode, I'm going to keep saying it until the day it actually comes because it's just, it's one of those things where you just can't say enough. You get excited because the NFL season is back and it's just great to have football around. So, Thank you all so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Have a wonderful week. Have a
1: wonderful weekend, and we will see you all very soon. See ya.